Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the vibe? There's some damsels in the DM. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah we see them, yeah we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. Hello, hello. I'm Ash. Hello, I'm Alejandro. And you two are so successful. I feel like have we even talked about all the successes happening to you two. Alejandro just wrapped filming on a short film. Ash has started her company and is in stores in Sephora. Can you guys like give the lowdown and talk about all your successes? I'm super obsessed with skincare. So I want to start with Ash. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God, how exciting. Thank you. Um, so I like pre-launched my skincare line, which is oils from back home from Botswana. And it's called Kalahari Skin, which is the actual way of saying Kalahari, which is a desert in Southern Africa. Commonly thought of as Kagagalari. Not that Kagagalari. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do a little thing with uh, influencers and try to get them to like say the name, like Cute. do like a spoof. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to try that because I know people are just going to mess it up. So I'm going to make like yeah, a really like a fun thing. Yeah, I think that's going to be great for branding. So it's like pre-launched. It's o- available to like friends and family right now. And I actually just hired a full service marketing agency. So they're going to help me with the social media ads. They're going to help me with content creation and just like everything marketing related. So I'm super excited because we had our first product shoot yesterday and I just got the pictures back and they look phenomenal and i'm so excited yay you that is yeah thank you we love a ceo right love that you gotta have some you know something how long has this been in the works for though so i got this idea in february when i was back home yeah and and it's just like these oils have been used in botswana for so long like centuries and you know if you look at people's skin back home it's just flawless and so i thought maybe i'll just bring this to america and see if it pops off there's already some companies doing it it's not like super super popular just yet so hopefully i can like you know kind of push it forward you will push it forward let us i will push it forward yeah happen oh my god that's so cool that's so so cool i'm so excited for you thank you alejandro tell us about your film that you just wrapped yes so it's called El Marihuano, okay. and the story is about two friends who grew up with each other, who have a super, super close bond. One of them goes away for a period of time, like college, and comes back and uh, is faced with El Marihuano, or this friend who is kind of stuck in this like youthfulness and stuck in old ways. So story of connection, of releasing old relationships, of kind of like growing up. But it's deeper than that too, because like a lot of what they talk about, they touch on themes of healthcare and mental health. And it's just a really beautiful story. And it was really fun to shoot. We ended up shooting over two days at this beautiful house in El Sereno. And the team was amazing. The writer, Andrew Cervantes, is 
so amazing. He's just super thoughtful and just a really good leader, you know, trying to help the actors get there without telling them how to get there sort of thing. I love that. Um, and producer Jocelyn Glenn, she's also on board with the project. Yeah, like meeting everyone, working together. It was just a really amazing process. We may be getting to know someone who was involved sometime soon, right? On the podcast. That is correct. I'm hoping to get Jocelyn to come on and share her experiences as a sex therapist. Amazing. That would be really cool to have. I think so too. But today, you know, since we want to talk about games and playing games, I feel like I just need to vent about how frustrated I am with my lash glue. constantly playing games with me. I mean, I don't know if it's the brush or the the makeup itself, but I just feel like I'm constantly being toyed with by the makeup gods. So have you ever experienced any sort of games lately? That are oh my God, literally this morning, I was filming an audition. It was like 18 to play younger for a 16 year old. And Brian was being my reader. I was like, okay, so do I look like I'm 16? And he was like, mm, maybe a little less makeup. And I was like, Brian, I'm not wearing a little bit of makeup. I am wearing absolutely no makeup right now. Like there is nothing I can do to look any younger right now than I currently look. So I feel like my face is playing games on me. I'll tell you that. Speaking of Brian, you guys, I met Brian for the first time. And let me tell you, I always thought Lauren's boyfriend was imaginary. I really didn't think she had a boyfriend. And I met Brian for the first time at Lauren's birthday. And he was everything I imagined and more like, I love the dude. He's so funny. And just like, he's just a caring guy and just like, just a good energy person, you know? So Lauren, you're lucky. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) All the rumors are true. See, I didn't lie. It's true. Yeah. I definitely thought it was an imaginary boyfriend and I didn't lie. Really sweet. I got to meet him for the first time when uh, he helped with our short, uh, Defining Dodo. And everything that you were just saying was totally noted during that experience, too. It was, it was really cool. He's an amazing guy. Just amazing. He's a good guy. I have a funny Brian story. We should have, like, Brian bloopers, like, come up on the pod or something. So I just booked a role in a feature, which <gasps> I was really excited about. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. And I filmed the audition like the night before I left for Italy, like super late. I was like, I can figure this out. Like, I'll be right. Normally I would put like a lot more time into it, but this was one that I like didn't put a lot of time into. But the funny part about it was that I get an email and they're like, your acting blew hundreds of girls out of the water. Like it was so great, but we need you to send a video of your dancing and then like we can give you the role. So like I, I had been in a project in the fall and uh, I sent like, there was a clip of me dancing and it's like choreographed dancing. They had an amazing choreographer on the set. So I sent a clip like from that short. I'm like, this is something I worked on in the fall, whatever. And uh, they watched it and they're like, this is great, like choreographed dancing, but we need your sexy club dance. Like if a guy was watching you at a club, but don't worry because you don't need to twerk. Uh, Yes. I like send this email to Brian and he's like, babe, I don't know how to tell you this, but you can't dance. Like you can't club dance. You can't sexy dance. You can't dance to attract a man. (laughs) And I am like, Brian, I absolutely can. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I am number one dancer. Like, I know deep in my heart that I cannot dance. But like being told by this man that I can't dance, I was all the more motivated that I was going to do it. Right. So then I uh, tape myself again, take two and get a glass of wine. I'm like, I'm going to act my way through this and this is going to be all they need. Right. So I'm like looking at the guy across the club. I'm like shimmying my shoulders, like, do 
do a little whatever, like flip of the hair. And then I send it off and I'm feeling really good. Like this has to be it. They're like, yeah, this was good. Definitely like sexier than the first, but still a little reserved. Uh, You literally only shot from your waist up. Like, again, here's an example of like the club dancing we need. They send me this video. There's like a girl in the club and she's just like throwing money like in the club. And I'm like, why can't I be the girl just sitting there throwing the cash? Like I could do that easy. Anyway, they ask for another video. I set my little setup up. I spend three hours until 3 a.m. trying to get this video together. Brian was like, yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's just not good. Like, like uh, midnight, the man is telling me this when I thought that I was just going to like put this quick video together and like send it off. And then I spent literally three hours. He was like, maybe you should learn a TikTok dance. These TikTok dances, not easy to learn. Okay. Is that why you asked me about the TikTok dance? No, that was for something else. Okay. (laughs) Even sexy though. That was like my first question. I I don't know, Alejandro. I was like pulling at anything (laughs) I can get. Eventually I like sent one off. I booked the role. It all worked out. But like, at least Brian is honest with me. I'll tell you that because like, that was my, the whole point of my story is that like, I didn't want to half-ass it. So I was going to find like any way that I could sexy club dance. (laughs) I mean, you're responsible and they're thankful for that. (laughs) (laughs) So Brian, as you can see, does not play games with me. Brian plays it straight. But I mean, many of my relationships, I have been a game player. The person that I have been seeing has played games. What have been your experiences with playing games and relationships? I mean, I feel like for me, every relationship has been a game. Like Mm -hmm. just every relationship past or just like, I guess every situationship, nothing that turned into a relationship has been a game. So this guy that I was seeing in New York that we all know about um, for like one and a half years, it was one and a half years of playing games with the biggest mind ever (laughs) a year and a half of playing games. Like, I don't know how I got through it, but it was like, I, I don't, I'm addicted to this now because it's been a year. Like it was like seven months and eight months and nine months. And then it was like a year and a half. And I was like, I'm so addicted. You felt like you were addicted to the games. I was addicted to the games. But when you say games, like, what do you mean exactly? So it would be like, oh, he didn't text me for five hours. I'm not going to text him back for like a day, like stuff like that. Or, um, oh, he's not watching my stories. I'm not going to watch his, I'm going to put his on mute. It was like, it was stupid things like that, that just, I guess, kept it going. And like, neither one of us was needy and would just be like really toxic to each other and just like play games that way. My question is though, like if I meet someone who doesn't seem like they, they're a player, do I still play games with them? Like, do I still wait hours to text them back or do I like just text whenever I I see it? I think text whenever you see it, you know, I feel like. I used to think about that so much where I would be like, oh, my God, I, I, I need to uh, pause for like a second. or I need to like just maybe give like a 30 minute thing, window, whatever. I, I feel like thinking about that, like snow, creating a snowballing effect of like, you know, putting yourself 
second. And it's just like, if something speaks to you, like a text message, I say, right. My advice is to read the room though. Yeah. Because I feel like it, it really depends on the energy that the other person is doing. Like, you know, immediately if somebody is like type of person to play games or not to play games, because like, I do feel like if you match what that person is putting down, like that is going to be the key to success. Because I, I often think that people who start out with games, like it can switch. Like I think behaviors often change. Like as soon as like you've gotten over the little beginning dynamic, because I think people who play games are usually scared and like using Mm -hmm. it as a way to protect themselves or as a way of manipulation. And I think that you can usually read those intentions pretty quickly off of somebody. Of course, like there's situations where we all have been conned into relationships that we thought were something that they weren't different. But I feel like games can be really useful if that person is like giving you red flags early. Yeah, I agree. So my situation recently was when I ran into the glass door of a yoga studio and the (laughs) owner kind of saw me and whatever we went on a date. We didn't really talk. It was like on and off for like a month after that. And then recently he's been hitting me up. And so I finally saw him and then nothing like zero text, nothing from him. And I'm, I'm, I haven't reached out (laughs) when you saw him. Great. It was like, I missed you. Like, you know, like let's hang out more. Let's do this, like making all these plans. And then like we hung out and then the next day, like uh, nothing. Like I just, I haven't bothered to reach out. And I mean, he hasn't clearly either. So I don't, for me right now, I'm in a stage where I'm almost 29. Like I'm not going to play those types of games. Like I'm not going to chase anyone. So if you don't want me, I don't want you. And you know, if you're not going to text me to reach out, like I don't really fine I mean and I know like girls should also make the effort and reach out da, 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 but in most cases like in my experience has just been like me ended up like chasing them and I don't want to do that mm-hmm. so do you think I continue playing this game with him and give him a little and then and then dial it back and just like ghost and then come back and ghost and like play that game with him or do you think I should just let this one go how much do you like him I like him a good amount but like I don't think I just don't think it's ever really going to work out because it's just we're very culturally different. Like, I don't like the immaturity of games. I don't like the back and forth. I stand by the fact that if people who are really interested in you, then they'll just be really interested in you. Like, there's a different there's a different energy behind people who are actively seeking you out versus people who are just keeping you around because you're convenient but that being said and I like don't want to be the person that's a proponent of games like I like honesty I like transparency the only reason that I'm not like throwing out games is because I think often in like the way heterosexual men have been conditioned in this society, like sometimes a woman who plays hard to get is like more attractive to the man. And yeah, it's not even because she's trying to be hard to get, but it's because it shows that she has a life. You're not her life. And she has more to do with her life than worry about you. Right. And I think if you are like actively the best situation is that you're not playing a game and that you do have all three of those things going for you and you're not obsessed with this person I don't think that's always the case I think that we all have been in situations where you're like puppy love over somebody my friend was recently seeing a doctor and he was an ER surgeon so he like actively could not be on his phone all the time but like if you're sending him tons of messages and he like gets out of the hospital and he's like you know opening his phone to paragraphs of messages like that's a lot for somebody who like was not just thinking about you for the last 12 hours where they're operating on somebody right so that's why I'm saying that I think like matching the person's energy is so important yeah I agree 
And if that, like, if that means game playing, then it's just, is it worth it? Then you have to look, yeah. is, is this person worth playing these games and like really messing with your mind? I don't like the, like, let's count the hours of how much I respond. I'm really not into that, but I am into the, like, if let's say this person texted you at noon, pick an activity, go to a workout class, go for a hike, have lunch with your friend, get a coffee, do stuff to occupy yourself so that if you know this person is taking a while to respond to you, you've occupied your brain with other things that challenge you and interest you and make you excited so that this person's text message isn't the only thing that's making you happy. I think that's the problem with games is that people get too obsessive over them. Yeah. I mean, it was a year and a half of games and I feel like I'm just after that whole year and a half of being in this like manipulative, like game playing relationship, I am just like, I'm just exhausted. Like I don't want to play games anymore. It was fun while it lasted, but then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, come on. Like we're grown. Like we don't need to do this. You can communicate like an adult. So yeah, you don't want to play. If you don't want to have games played with you, then don't play games. Yeah. I don't think I want to play games anymore. I am kind of done. I'm done with that. You know, there's so many other guys out there that are just super communicative with me and I feel like I should give them a chance and just like, let this one go. I agree. Yeah. I wasn't too, um, the day that I hung out with him recently on like in the morning, I, I, I remember he asked me to hang out and I didn't feel like I needed to. I was like, I don't really want, and I blew him off the night before too. So I feel like it was that, you know, like he's like seeing that I'm not that interested. That's why he was pushing more. And then once he got what he wanted, there was nothing. So I'm kind of just, I'm not going to fall for that again. Yeah. Where I always fall for your type. Oh my God, that was such a beautiful rendition. I wish I <laughs> was... recorded. Oh, wait, you do. I'm like Trey Songz. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be so thankful for that. That was such a, like, I'm ready to go to bed now. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Alejandro, what's been your experience with games? My experience with games, ah, I would have to say the first thing that comes to mind is when I was on the dating apps, but I was, that was kind of like a time frame where like, I was kind of like enjoying the game playing where I was kind of, I was going to say, sometimes they're fun. Are they not? Sometimes it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're in control. Back when I was on the dating apps, I mean, yeah, it was, it was fun. But when I came out of using those so often, I was kind of in a similar headspace where you're describing Ash, where it's like mm-hmm. many important things that I want to focus on and, and why, why waste time? But yeah, I think that, that was like the most vibrant experience that I've had as far as playing games. I remember one time I barely remembered meeting this guy at some bar that we were at. And then the next morning as I was driving, I was like looking through my phone and I, I remember like, seeing like some messages from this number that I didn't recognize. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. And then I read the conversation. I was like, oh, it seems like, <laughs> um, so I hit him out, texted him. I was just like, hey, um, you know, it happens to be, it was happened to be pride uh, around that time. So I was just like, um, you know, barely remembering him. I'm, I was trying to figure out a fun social atmosphere that we can go to so we can just like cross paths. And if it doesn't work out, then we can like split up. So pride was like the perfect fit. It, it was just funny because like, while I was re-engaging in that conversation, I had this feeling that like he barely remembered me as well. So it was just felt like 
a game being played on both ends where I was just like, I was kind of just like in it for the fun. And it sounded like he didn't know what the fuck was going on either. So he was in a similar situation. Like both the players got played. <laughs> in the end, again, I learned how valuable my time is and mm-hmm. I don't need to give it to everyone. <laughs> well, so. that's like the whole thing. It's like, what's your intention behind the game? Because if we look at everything as an experience, then I think games can, one, as we've talked about, be a fun experience. And two, you can learn from them. Like you can either learn like, do I like this or do I not like this? And then I think it makes you appreciate and also makes you ready for a relationship eventually. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you just mature out of it. And I feel like that's what's happening to me. I'm like, Well, hopefully, or you get divorced and... Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, but we ought to sum it up. Games or no games, everybody? <laughs> I feel like this is one of those things that it's like, if it's fun, then go ahead. But if it starts taking up space in your... Like in your mind, like, you know, if it's taking your mental space, then then just let it go. Like, it's not worth it. I think games can be fun if you're not looking for anything serious. Yeah. If you want to, you know, explore something serious with whoever, how many other people you want, then, you know, think more wisely about how you play those games or if you choose to. Let the games begin. Let the games begin, yes. <laughs> Well, on that note, this was another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. (laughs) Bye. And write us your letters and subscribe to us and follow us on Instagram. Send us your letters of all of the needs, advice, whatever you want, topics you'd like us to talk about. We're waiting. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.